Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're a female professional or entrepreneur who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hi everyone and a very warm welcome to episode number 65. Today we are talking all about December desires. So I have been thinking about the run-up to Christmas and the holidays and what I wanted to share with you here on the podcast. I've also been this morning planning the focus calls inside of the Lose Weight Live Life Academy for December and thinking about what members most need, what will be most useful to help them get to the end of December and feel a sense of pride or even just satisfaction with how they showed up for themselves and others they care about this Christmas. And I started thinking about what it is about December that makes December more difficult when it comes to weight loss. And of course, it might seem rather obvious, the tradition of drinking and eating lots of indulgent foods often to excess. And of course, many foods that we have in December tend to be high in refined sugars and carbs and fats and salts and alcohol, but it's so much more than that. We have more on our to-do list than normal. We may find ourselves taking care of more people than normal. We may find ourselves without a loved one for the first time at a time of year when you usually spend precious time with them. We may find ourselves spending time with people who we think we'd prefer not to be spending some time with. And we may be facing what we feel is conflicting desires about how we eat and drink at social occasions and parties. And we may be feeling more vulnerable than usual seeing people we've not seen in a while, whether we've lost weight or gained weight or not lost the weight we'd promised ourselves that we would. And so as I think about this, and I tell myself that it sounds like a lot. And of course, it both is and it isn't depending on how we're thinking about it. Now, as I said, if you're in the Lose Weight Live Life Academy, you're going to be learning strategies to help you with all of those and more during the month of December. But what I always want to start with and what I want to talk to you about today, and what I'm dedicating this podcast episode to about today, is figuring out what you truly want. So today we're exploring the question, what do you desire this December? Or you might want to think of this episode as all I want for Christmas is dot, dot, dot. And this is important because just like if you don't know the address of somewhere you're going, to, the chances of you ending up there are practically impossible. And the same is true for you to create the December you want. If you don't know what you want, how can you create it for yourself? And I want you all to have an amazing and deliberate December. So I have come up with a list of seven themes related to what came up for me when I asked myself this question. I asked myself, what do I desire this December or this Christmas? What do I think others might also be looking? Now it's a bit of a random list and there's lots of, this is where we're going to think about ahead of you deciding what your desires are. Okay, so this is what we have. Number one, I've got delicious foods. Number two, I've got not feeling negative emotion, such as overwhelmed, frustrated, sad, lonely, disappointed. Number three, I have got experiences that we associate with different traditions at Christmas time. Number four, I've got to not want the food or drink that we want. And I'll explain more about that. I'll explain more about all of these in a moment. 
Number five, I've got because I think for some people, the thought I just want December or Christmas to be over. Number six is to not regain the weight that I've worked so hard to lose in 2021. And then number seven is a list of positive feelings or emotions. When I want to ask myself, how do I want to feel? These are some of the feelings that come up for me. So I've got comfort, peace, joy, love, gratitude, connection, abundance, excitement, anticipation, nostalgia, pride, and magic. And I'm sure I could go on, but it was actually quite fun to pull that list together. Okay, so I'm going to go through each of those in turn. So let's dive in. Now, remember, the purpose of this podcast is for you to be very aware and think about the experience you create for yourself at Christmas time or during this December, during the holidays. And I'm going to give you some sort of hints and tips as how to go about that. But the first thing that I want you to do is to really, really evaluate and think, perhaps in a way that you never have before, about exactly what you want, what you want to create for yourself. So oftentimes, like delicious foods is number one. So most of you listening, I think, will agree that food and often drink is a significant part of the December holidays. We have traditional food, we have parties and events focused on food, we have entertaining and being entertained in our homes and others' homes. What we think about food at Christmas time is imprinted on our brain by our upbringing and years and decades of reinforced messages. Often those messages are telling us how normal and great it is to eat in abundance at Christmas time. Before you decide what you want to think about food and to drink this Christmas, I encourage you to spend some time thinking about how you usually think about food and to drink at Christmas time. As I'm sort of talking there and sharing that with you, I've just been reminded, remembered myself, of an office that I was in a few years ago at Christmas time. And somebody actually suggested, and it was a mostly male office, but there was a suggestion that they had sort of a competition or a bet or some sort of wager as to who could gain the most weight over Christmas. And that just came to me then. That was actually, you know, something that was proposed as an idea, as something that would be fun. Oh, let's all weigh ourselves before we go on our Christmas breaks. And then when we come back afterwards and see who's gained the most weight. As you can imagine, this didn't go down quite so well with some others of us in the office. But anyway, so I just digress there a moment. What is normal, in inverted commas, for you and your family? Do you like your normal? Why or why not? And then I want you to decide what you want new normal to look like. And no, I'm not suggesting you think about how you want food and drink to feature in your December and Christmas this year. I want you to think about how you want it to feature forever. Okay, we always want to be thinking about what our future self would like, not thinking something like, well, this year I'm just going to avoid all the foods and drinks that I want and I normally really enjoy because I want to, you know, I'm nearly at the weight that I want to be at and I just want to sort of power on through and get there. I really suggest you don't take that approach. I really suggest you take the approach, as I said, of thinking about who you are in the December and the Christmas as the person who has the relationship with food that you want. If you already have the weight that you want, the waistline, the clothes sides, all of those things, how would you be approaching the foods that you have at Christmas so that you have the right balance for you? That is how you want to be showing up for yourself now and in the future. When you think that just this year, I'm going to really not have all of the foods I enjoy and then have them all again next year, it's going to leave you feeling deprived and restricted. You might manage it, you might not to manage it, but you won't won't have learned anything about how you want to be eating at Christmas time. So faced with next year, you won't have the tools or the skills that you could have had if you had gone about eating Christmas and approaching food this Christmas in a way that you want to for forever. So think about the version of you who's the weight she wants to be. As I said, what does she think? What does she feel? And what does she do? and what does she not do when it comes to December food and eating? What does she want? The more intentional you are about deciding what foods you want, what foods you don't want and how you want to eat this Christmas, the easier it's going to be for you to feel great 
this Christmas time. And that is both great in terms of how you're feeling with regards to not eating and overindulging, but also great in terms of the foods that you really do want to enjoy and appreciate. So let's move on to number two then. So number two was all about not wanting. It was not wanting negative emotions. So oftentimes when we ask ourselves, what do we want? Our brain comes back and gives us, tells us what we don't want. And so we might know we don't want to feel stressed. We don't want to feel overwhelmed. We don't want to feel lonely. We don't want to feel sad. Now, some of you will love Christmas. Some of you will hate it. And some of you will love some bits of it and others not so much or a bit of a mixed bag. Often we feel more negative emotion in December than at any other time of year. When you feel stressed and overwhelmed in the run-up to Christmas, disappointed because you think you can't have the Christmas you want or because things didn't go to plan, or maybe you could be missing a loved one and feeling sad and or maybe grieving, you may already be wishing things were different. When you find yourself in a space of just wishing things were different, rather than being in the space where you feel empowered to acknowledge your December desires and create the Christmas that you want, allow it to be okay. Wishing things were not as they are, railing against reality won't help and will likely create more suffering within you, okay? If you allow it to be okay that you get stressed and overwhelmed during December, there's also the flip side as well in terms of like, you know, I can of course, you know, um, talk to you about how you can minimize the extent to which you feel stressed and overwhelmed. But when you allow it to be okay that you do, feeling stressed and overwhelmed doesn't feel quite so bad, okay? If you are missing a loved one, give yourself the grace, time and space to miss them. Allow yourself to feel your sadness. It's a reflection of your love for them. And if you really, truly examined it, it's likely you would not want to be missing them. You would not want to have felt that love. So be your own best friend to yourself in supporting you through that. Don't push those feelings away because they tend to punch back even stronger. And so what about stress and overwhelm and frustration? What else comes up for you? So if overwhelm is your nemesis, check out podcast number 19, Overcoming Overwhelm. I will also put a link in the show notes so you can find it easily there. When you're in these negative emotions, the way to feel better is to remember that they're created by your thinking, not by the circumstances in your life. If you feel stressed, ask yourself why. You may think it's because of the things on your to-do list, but having 10, 20 or even 50 things on your to-do list does not create the stress. It's what you make it mean that there are these things on your to-do list. Are you thinking you've not got enough time, you can't do it all, you can't make things how you would like them to be? It's these thoughts that create the negative emotion and the stress. And just knowing that, sometimes knowing that we have a choice about how we're thinking about it can make it easier. Okay, on to number three then. Number three is experiences that we associate with different traditions at Christmas time. Now, I really love this one. Often we know we like certain Christmas traditions and we expect them, but we also have the option to curate them for ourselves. Now, of course, just because we set up an event or an occasion to create a sense of nostalgia or whatever feeling it is we're wanting doesn't mean that we're gonna get what we want. But if you're re-evaluating your Christmas eating and many of your Christmas traditions have revolved around food, then you may want to give some thought to this one. You could make a list of all your Christmas traditions and notice which revolve around or incorporate food and which don't. And then think about whether you would like to upgrade them, those that do, or to make them more aligned with the you who you are becoming. So for example, old me loved to wrap Christmas presents in the evening, watching Christmas films or listening to Christmas music next to the twinkling lights of the Christmas tree and the roaring fire 
whilst munching my way through a box of mince pies and drinking Baileys. I do just want to say as I say this, of course that was my ideal and sometimes it was like that and sometimes it was me literally up all night on Christmas Eve like two or three o'clock in the morning wrestling with bits of wrapping paper and not having that experience at all. So just let's just keep it real for a moment okay. So but probably at least one part of my wrapping experience each Christmas time it might start off that way. But the thing here in here is the mince pies. So mince pies they're available I think anyway probably all year round they probably are but I would not entertain the idea of buying them until they are you know sort of flashed in front of my eyes readily available in December when my brain tells me I have an insatiable desire for mince pies. Okay if that desire is really not true because I don't really love mince pies what I really want is the experience I have just described. Now that experience would not be lessened by not having a mince pie or by having one mini mince pie instead of the whole box or I could even create another delicious snack for myself. Maybe I can concoct a new Christmas tradition, maybe something like dark chocolate or grapes or nuts comes to mind. Although to be honest that's probably a bit of a perfectionist fantasy as well and in all reality what I would probably do now is just have one not overly huge smallish mince pie and just savour it and really really enjoy it and know that it's not really about the mince pie, it's about the rest of the experience that I am creating. What I know I don't want to do is to be grabbing about those the rest of those mince pies when I am you know in the kitchen on my own feeling a bit stressed and overwhelmed and just sort of like munching munching them down not really noticing that they're passing my lips and you know I'm sort of like eating them unnecessarily and I don't really do that anymore but I would have done it one time. So when you think about your Christmas wish list decide what traditions in your family are due to an upgrade to align with you the you who you are becoming. All right, number four. Number four is to want to not want the food or drink that you want. Okay, sometimes it takes a bit to wrap our head around that. We are so used to wanting all the things at Christmas time, the idea of not having them feels depriving. This is when you feel conflicted. You can sense that a part of you wants to eat, for example, the chocolate and the Christmas cake and the food gifts or cocktails, but you also kind of know that you might regret having them or wishing that you hadn't had them. So you feel this conflicted. This often leaves us feeling stuck because we think we can't win. It's not so much about not being able to have your cake and eat it, but more that you can't have your waistline, feel great and healthy in your body, be the clothes size or the weight that you want to be, and always eat it. When you feel this way, it doesn't occur to us that the easiest solution is just to stop wanting whatever it is that you want. If you've got no desire for it, then you're not going to feel the conflict. There's no problem. It's easy. This is what I mean when I talk about the solution you want, even though you might not know it yet, is to want to not want the food or drink that you want. Now, some of my clients have been telling me about how COVID has led them to losing their taste for food. If this is you, then it's a really quite a good example of how it's totally possible to lose your desire for things because of a physiological change. What you might not have considered is that your brain, how you think about these foods, is always creating your physiological experience of what you desire and enjoy. So being in the place of wanting to not want it is often where you might find yourself if you want to cut back on drinking because you don't want to feel blur whatever it is the next day, but the idea of not drinking in the moment feels like a terrible idea. If you find yourself in the place of wishing you didn't want things but wanting them anyway this Christmas, I have good news. 
just having an awareness of you being in this place is a step forward in things becoming easier for you. Allow it to be okay. Accept that right now, a part of you wants to have whatever it is and a part of you wishes you didn't and that you're figuring that out. And that's okay. You're in this sort of in-between stage where you recognize that a part of you doesn't want something, but you also are noticing that a part of you does. This is not you being stuck and conflicted. This is you observing yourself. This is giving you an opportunity to question all of the reasons you do want it and all of the reasons you don't want it and just allowing it all to sort of sit with you. This is different, as I said, to be con- being consistently feeling stuck and frustrated and it feels just a little bit better when you know what is going on for you, when you know you're in this place of wanting to not want it, but you're not quite not wanting it yet. Okay, number five, I wanted to say a few words if you are someone who just wants December and Christmas to be over. If you're someone who does not enjoy, can't imagine enjoying, or doesn't want to enjoy this time of year, if this is you, you'll have your reasons. Your reasons will likely have arisen from past experiences, past traumas, past losses, other things that have gone on in your life. Could have been to do with your upbringing, all sorts of things. If this is you, allow yourself to be with how you are feeling. So allow yourself, acknowledge and accept that you are in this place. Don't judge yourself or think there's something wrong with you because you can't find joy at this time of year when others do. Have your own back and be your own best friend to yourself. If you want to reflect on how you feel, I recommend journaling to write down your story and reflect on it before thinking about what you would like your next chapter to be. So this is really just a case of meet yourself where you are. I also would love you to think about it's possible that at some point in the future, next year, in a few years, in decades time, you might feel differently. But for right now, allow it to be okay that you feel the way that you do. Number six, sometimes we find ourselves very much wanting to not regain weight we've recently lost. If this is your first Christmas after losing weight, you may have some doubts about whether you can do it. You may have some confusion about what that looks like for you. This is a perfect opportunity to really use the weight loss mindset tools you've been learning. This is about what you want. Decide if you want to maintain your weight or you're happy to gain a few pounds knowing that you know exactly how to lose it again. Then think of all the things you want to do and not do that will create that result for you. Think about the bigger picture, the entire month of December, and think about individual days and think about individual meals too. Once you've mapped out your plan for how you want to be eating to give you the right balance between eating for fuel and nourishment and eating for enjoyment and pleasure that will give you the result that you want, decide how you want to feel to fuel you to do all of those things. For example, when I am being intentional and planning how I want to eat and eating what I plan and not taking notice of my primal brain, wanting me to eat to avoid stress or frustrating work feelings, the emotion of capable or empowered are two that I like to choose. When I feel empowered, it's so much easier for me to show up as the person I want to be, the person who eats the way that I would be comfortable with you seeing how I am eating when I feel frustrated and judgmental of myself. That feels so much more difficult. So how do you feel capable or empowered about your ability to eat for how the January 2022 version of you wants you to eat this December? Well, you decide to think capable and empowering thoughts that you believe, reminding yourself things like, I have learned a whole ton of mindset tools this year that will make it so much easier for me to eat in a balanced way that I want to this Christmas. Or I totally know how to talk back to my primal brain. I know how to allow the feeling of desire to be there and let it pass without responding to it with food. And if you don't know these tools or you want help learning them, come get support and treat yourself to something other 
other than food or drink this Christmas by joining the Lose Weight Live Life Academy. Okay, number seven on my list of things you desire this December is a list of emotions or feelings. I use the two words feelings and emotions interchangeably. A feeling is a one word description of a vibration in your body. It feels a bit like cheating to have these here because ultimately everything that you want is because of how you think having it will feel. This feels like a bit of a shortcut. Okay, let me say that again. Ultimately, everything that you want, so all the things that we've spoken about that have just gone before, the things that you want and the things that you don't want, whether it's food, Christmas traditions, avoiding situations with family, whatever it may be for you, is because of how you wanting or not having those things is going to enable you to feel. So the thing that I like to explore in this December desires is by going straight to the feelings that I want. I mentioned these earlier as some suggestions. Comfort, peace, joy, love, gratitude, connection, abundance, excitement, anticipation, nostalgia, pride, and magic. Just saying these out loud, thinking about how they feel in my body feels good one at a time. It creates positive emotion within me as soon as I start to think about these emotions and allow myself to feel them. So whilst we have the option of thinking about what we want without thinking that we want it to create a feeling, we can of course flip that on its head and ask ourselves, how do I want to create comfort for me this December? How do I want to feel gratitude this Christmas? When do I want to feel connection with my family during the holidays? When we start at this level and work backwards, our brain is going to be so much more creative and is going to come up with new ideas and be much more inspired. And the good news is, the more you plan for ways to create these positive feelings and emotions in your life, the less desire you will have to get them from food. This is the ultimate way to create what you want this December. This is you using December as the opportunity to create what you ultimately want. So for those of you inside Lose Weight Live Life Academy, alongside your December food plan, I would love you to create a December feelings plan. How do you want to feel and what circumstances do you want to create for you that will make it oh so easy to think the thoughts to create those feelings? Okay, some of my ramblings about December desires and Christmas wishes on the podcast today. I am all pumped up for Christmas this year, despite a fair bit of uncertainty in my life at the moment too, because I know that when we can focus on the feeling we want and not the circumstance we think we need to create that feeling, then so much more is available to us. When I am flexible in my approach that way, I have far more chance of getting everything that I wish for without needing anything to happen a certain way or for anyone to do anything. Okay, that is it for today. I hope you have a wonderful week and I am excited for it to be December next time I speak to you. Take care. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honored to be your coach. There are two ways that you can work with me. You can join my monthly membership program, My One Life Academy, that gives you self-paced learning, supported by twice-weekly live calls, and a whole lot more. Or you can join the waiting list for my next six-month Lose Weight, Live Life Group Coaching Mastermind Intensive. Go to www thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching to find out all the details.